than elevation. Three, two, one. What is up, everybody? You are listening. You are watching to the Constant Elevation Podcast. I am your host, Gabe Brock. Excited to jump in all into the actual content of season six. Thank you all for uh, whoever tuned in last week to uh, the season premiere. Just playing a little bit of catch up as far as what happened between the break between season five and six. But now I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to get into the content. I think we all want to I'm excited to share and hopefully you all are excited to listen to and find your way to find your path to define the future. Uh, a couple of things. Hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm going to try and release all my content on Sunday. And so if you're listening to uh, uh, the podcast, either app, something was wrong with Apple podcast. Shout out to a. Uh, um, Sergeant Ron Esposo for letting me know that there was some stuff going on, but I don't know what was going on with Apple Podcasts. So I apologize if you couldn't listen to um, the recent episode. You can, weirdly, you can play all the old episodes, but you can't listen to last week's episode. I don't know what's going on. Um, but Spotify and Google Podcasts work. And also the YouTube channel has been popping off as well. And so uh, thank you to everyone that tuned in. And you, if you didn't know, you can actually go to, I put in the, try and put in the show notes, uh, links to my website, constantelevation.co, where there's more, where there's full episode notes. And so if you don't have enough not that I expect anybody to be feverishly taking notes for any of the content that I make. Um, I actually have a bunch of uh, um, shout out to a dear beloved to actually help me. He told me he was like, hey, man, so you've been releasing content, but you got to make sure that you write some show notes that way people can follow along or just have some actionable things for them to take on. I was like, all right, cool. So I, I do spend a lot of time uh, creating the the full show notes and we go to my website and then you can click on each individual episode. There's a bunch of um, especially relevant to, to this week's episode. You probably want to go to there because there'll be links and or um, references that you can kind of go back to. And that way you're not having to hit rewind or trying to remember what it is. I try and put everything into the show notes. We all be wrapping down on uh, the month of October. And so uh, hopefully you all are having a, a fantastic spoopy season. Last night, uh, the wifey and the son, we watched um, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. There's actually two uh, Halloween things that we always have to watch. One is Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. The other one's Nightmare Before Christmas. And that should be coming up. Uh, the wifey's out of town now. So when she goes back into town, and then we'll be watching that as a family unit as much as possible. Lana already watched everything in college. She'll probably watch it on October 1st. That's fine. But uh, we're enjoying um, uh, the Halloween season and transitioning into November. And also almost done with Sober October. So I did, if you if you knew I was doing that, uh, if you didn't know, I, we were doing it. And so I'm, I'm fever or anxiously waiting until November 1st on Tuesday. It is what it is. It wasn't that terrible, but uh, um, it's definitely something that I may explore doing um, consistently because I do actually find some some mental and physical benefits from doing it. So if you haven't done it before, it's not that big a deal. It's just sober October. Don't, don't overthink it. Okay. So this week, what I want to talk about is uh, the tagline is, um, do you want to be someone or do something? And that's a very, very important question that I had to personally kind of wrestle with um, based on some stuff that was going on with me in my career. And so as I got selected to go uh, uh, for the rank of colonel, in parallel, I was actually already aligned to compete for the next evolution of what would be an 06 level competitive position for group command. And so I get it that like, um, this is gonna be my first time competing. And so just to get a different kind of ball game. And now I'm competing against all graduated squadron commanders for that uh, highly coveted group command position. And so um, put in exactly what I was trying to go for. And me personally, I actually was shooting for a mission support group commander role. Um, I find just my my uh, my interest and that's nothing against my functional path. I mean, there we have cyber, we do have cyber groups um, out there. However, kind of looking at my, my standing within the career field, 
field. I do believe there's much better qualified uh, um, either cyber, cyber op, cyberspace operations officers and or leaders just above me that can really uh, move the needle with um, within our uh, respective functional career field. And so um, I'm not going to be competitive with them, but I do feel I'd be competitive for mission support group. And so growing up as a traditional 33S, um, just a comp communications officer, um, that's where my heart is, right? I want, I joined the Air Force. I want, I'm interested in supporting um, either a combat Air Force or a mob- mobility Air Force, some kind of a job that actually has some um, um, distinct Air Force responsibilities with an aircraft, well, like with a patch that actually just produces uh, um, air power. I'm interested in doing those kind of jobs. And so fill out on my paperwork and actually uh, competed for it. And I uh, felt like I actually had a decent chance, um, but the way that it all panned out, the that being selected was not in the cards for me this year. And so I do get to compete multiple times. Um, but as far as the reason why I'm uh, I, I'm going to choose to skip next year is because if I get picked up again, I don't want to move between Benjamin's junior and senior year. Uh, we actually have some some uh, benefits of being here on ACC staff to where we can uh, we can stay here and he can actually finish out his high school um, uh, all three years, sophomore, junior, senior year. I actually th- think that's very, very important for him. Not stoked about the location, um, stoked about the job uh, where we're at, and I'll talk about that a little bit more, but inevitably that was supposed to be kind of like our escape plan. I was like, oh yeah, so we'll just stare, we'll serve our staff for one to two years, then we'll pull, pull chalks, and then uh, we'll just get picked up and go somewhere. I was like, oh, nope, that didn't work out. And so in parallel, what was happening is I actually had um, a mentor of mine, uh, uh, Jim Go- Gumbo Coughlin, remind, uh, excuse me, recommended the book uh, Boyd to me. So the name of the, uh, the book title is Boyd, The Fighter Pilot Who Changed the Art of War. It was a very, very good book. Full transparency, I tried to read the hardcover book and I just didn't get through it. And so I ended up listening to the audiobook at like one and a half times speed. And that's how I read, quote unquote, the book. But it's still good. So I highly recommend however you choose to um, uh, consume content, whatever you're preferences make sure you uh, i highly recommend that book and i think um i think he had his own reasons why he wanted me to read the book and uh, i i respect him as a mentor so i took it in and i started reading it so there's this section within the book that kind of resonated with me and i'm um and i don't know if gumbo necessarily knew this but it, it definitely kind of stuck home with me so i'm going to read it so bear with me uh, if you're re- watching youtube you're going to see my eyes divert i'm reading the notes again you can go to constantnaselevation.co find the full show notes so you'll, you'll see this uh this uh, excerpt from the book and it goes like this, talking about exactly he was mentoring some of his his uh, acolytes or his followers as far as uh, junior officers or maybe rising senior officers is what, what they're going to encounter within, they're going to have to make some decisions within their career path. And this is important because it really speaks to the kind of leader and person that you want to be and what are your personal goals and professional goals. And um, uh, you do have some decisions to make. So let me read this and bear with me, please. Uh, and you're going to have to make a decision about which direction you want to go. He raised his hand and pointed. If you go that way, you can be somebody. You will have to make compromises and you will have to turn your back on your friends. But you will be a member of the club and you will get promoted and you will get good assignments. Then then Boyd raised his other hand and pointed in the other direction. Or you can go that way. You do something. Something for your country and for your Air Force and for yourself. If you decide you want to do something, you may not get promoted and you may not get the good assignments and you certainly will not be a favorite of your superiors. But you you won't have to compromise yourself. You'll be true to your friends and to yourself, and your work might make a difference. To be somebody to do something. In life, there is often a roll call. That's when you'll have to make a decision to be or to do. Which way will you go? 
And so lot, the, the entire book is a really, really good book, but that's where I, um, that section of that book really resonated to me and it has been, this was the, the very first episode I knew I wanted to record for season six. Do you want to be someone or do you want to do something? I really, really think I had to personally wrestle with that. So the be someone part. The be someone part, I think, is like, no, I wanted to be a group commander. Why? Is because I wanted to be able to serve in that next level. I wanted to be good enough and get selected for that because I do understand that opens doors for a certain follow-on assignments. But in that job as a sitting group commander, I believe that I have the ability within that base in order to have a, a massive amount on um, the leaders assigned to our group. And so I could serve as a coach of, of leaders. And so uh, I think at that point in time, I'm gonna, I, I would really enjoy uh, mentoring squadron commanders, either they're multiple um, uh, multiple commands like me, or maybe a first timer, um, that ha having those conversations and understanding, like, here's the next generation, the next man or woman up right behind me, that's going to replace me. So I'd always instill some good, maybe just having them again, rise to their own potential, not trying to emote and put any of my kind of leadership, um, uh, facets on me, but just kind of make their, their personal leadership styles a little bit sharper and better, hopefully. Hey, what's up team? This is Gabriel, Gabrock Avila. Leading in the modern military across multiple generations takes a constantly evolving set of skills to ensure no one is left behind. Being selected to serve as a squadron commander in the Air Force is potentially the greatest level of influence you can have on people that will last for the rest of their career. My new book, No Pressure, provides practical advice and reality-tested recommendations to leaders on how you can successfully serve across your command tour and be the inspirational leader everyone needs you to be. Be inspired at any echelon within your unit to not be another cog in the machine and be the leader you've always wanted to follow. You can buy your copy of No Pressure at ConstantElevation.co, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble to include the ebook versions. Don't wait for the future. Define the future. Um, I'm also, again, I joined the Air Force and I want to get, I want to be able to have maximum impact from the mission support group out to the other groups to let them know that we are not, that do not think of support as an afterthought. We are in an integral part of operations and maintenance and metal group and everything else that goes on a base. And I want to be a good, uh, uh, um, uh, mission or uh, wingman to, to my fellow commanders. And I think just having that idea of having that influence on that patch and, but having a direct influence would be very, very beneficial for me. And I still believe that. Part of me believes that maybe I'm just not ready yet. Um, again, I'm a brand new colonel, and so depending on how those competitive things work, and it's a whole brand new ball game, um, uh, maybe it's not the right timing for me. I have had pushes in my OPRs, and it could have pushed me to that direction. But who knows? Maybe I'm just not cut out for those kind of leaders' positions because of just the way that I am. Maybe my, my leadership style is not what they're looking for within corporate Air Force um, in order to empower me to have that next level of uh, command. And so Maybe that's not, it's just a goal not in the cards with me, for me, I should say. I do owe some uh, um, fellow converse, uh, excuse me, follow on conversations with my leadership to understand like what are the chances are. And I'm, I'm asking the blatant question. I'm like, is this in the cards for me or not? If the answer is no, cool. Just let me know. And you don't have to fluff me up like, well, everybody has a chance. Like, no, you don't. You, be realistic. That's what I'm hoping for the feedback. And it is what it is. Um, but then I started, I thought about this excerpt from Boyd and I thought about like, well, what about instead of being someone, how about you do something? And so I'm, I'm slowly understanding the potential I have from my position that I'm going to be serving for, uh, hopefully until I get fired or move on uh, within the uh, cyber community. And so, um, 
the the responsibility is actually f- very very wide. Um, we we we've had um, getting involved in different aspects of the communication and cyberspace operations field that I haven't had much um, experience with. For instance, expeditionary com and ENI, and so those kind of pieces though I have a I have a assigned responsibility that I am part of a certain leadership tri chair quad chair that helps makes decisions for that community, and that's part of what I've um, um, has been assigned within lead command and ACC for cyber. So that's really cool. I didn't even think about that, you know, when I'm when I'm wallowing in my own pit, whatever bu- uh, 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 pit, my pit of despair, whatever bullshit uh, reason I'm trying to give, uh, I'm missing out on this opportunity and started. Um, now I'm slowly understanding like, no, 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 this is good. This is it. This is where I need to be because I want to be able, if you're talking about having impacts, I'm in a very cool position to do something and I don't want to screw it up. Um, no pressure, but don't mess this up by my book. So it's shameless plug. I don't care. So, but the idea of no. So I want to do something. I want to only be out there. And Colonel Villa is actually going to have a large amount of influence on a bunch of things that we do. And it's not singular by any means. There's definitely I'm learning that um, I have 40 plus new best friends at the 06 and above level who are going to want to know me and I'm going to want to know them because we there's a slight changing of the guard. I can sense, I can sense the power of the force kind of shifting out there that just the next generation, the, the a leadership in front of us are aligning and they understand the, um, you know, to the sec apps operational imperatives, as far as how important cyber is into the fight between now and F20, FY25 and beyond um, what we need to do to make the air force where we need to be at for our, um, our near peer competitors. We got to be there. And I'm, I'm very much enjoying being, somewhere near the front of the adult table, helping out shape some of this um, ideas and concepts. And part of it is like, I'm not even coming up with the ideas. I tell everybody all the time, there's, there are no good ideas necessarily on this side of the table where I sit. What I can do is hopefully just establish a framework for those good ideas to kind of funnel up. And then I'll be able to help make the certain kind of decisions. If I'm empowered to that, uh, if I can do empowered execution, I will. And that's the biggest thing that I find that responsibility that I don't want to screw it up is making sure I do my part within this thing of ours in order to try and make decisions and make progress. Um, I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to get it right. I still uh, live by that quote from my, fr- my former mentor. And um, those ideas are just making sure that we ha- I have an opportunity. I want to do something. And so that's kind of like the message I have here. You're going to be, everyone is going to want to find goals and there's nothing wrong with establishing goals. I still have a goal to be a group commander, to be honest. But in the end, if I don't, if I didn't get selected, if I don't get selected, I don't care. The idea, I, I value my, what I bring to the team too much in order to understand. I'm not going to wallow in my own pity. I want to, that's what I was trying to say. I don't want to say pit. Wallow in my own pity. I want to make sure that I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing and being a good teammate, bringing my energy, bringing my level of experience and um, just kind of attitude for what our community needs and let's make some progress together. And so I'm very, very excited um, to do something. And I'm going to continue to do this as much as possible as long as the Air Force gives me these opportunities. Um, big shout out to um, uh, Tim Turner. He's my homie. Uh, one of those, uh, there's a previous episode we had from the 26, 22nd Communication Squadrons, those dot-com boys. He talked about like where, you know, we were just linking up. And he talked about how he's he's still in the Air Force for two reasons. One, because the Air Force is giving him jobs that give him a sense of responsibility that there is a, it's, it's worth something. It's not just an 06 figurehead job. And two, his wife, 
uh, Gwen is still okay with him serving. And I have those two factors as well. Uh, Gene is still good with me serving in the Air Force until the, the more we stay away from the Air Force, or excuse me, the West Coast, the the shorter that's going to, um, that timeline is going to be okay. But uh, um, when I can mix in things like going to Shenandoah National Park in a couple weeks, that's going to be really fun. Hopefully I can reset some of those uh, uh, those feelings. But I just want to be empowered with, I want to do something. I want to be able to contribute to the Air Force. Um, being Colonel Villa is cool and having all the OSIC stuff, but like I have to be able to do something with this responsibility. And that's what I'm most interested in. So uh, uh, guys and gals, again, thank you again for tuning into my my ramblings of where my thoughts and kind of mind goes. And I hopefully if this kind of sheds some insight into you and your thoughts as far as you want to be someone or do something for me. I think do something is where it's at. So until next week, uh, stay safe over this Halloween weekend. If you're going to having your take your littles doing trick or treats and just be safe out there. I will talk to you in November. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to constant elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co and like, and follow me on Instagram at at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future to find the future. Thank you.